Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Inspiring Table podcast. I'm your host, Jordana Levine, and today we are exploring the Virgo full moon. So the moon will be full on Wednesday, Feb 20 at 2.53 a.m. in Sydney, Tuesday, Feb 19 at 3.53 p.m. in London, and 10.53 a.m. in New York City. Um, there are only three cities in the world. No. So you will be able to determine what time the moon will be full in your city according to three of my favorite cities. I've just chosen Sydney, London, and New York City. So unlike the new moon that determines its energies by the current sign that the sun is in, a full moon determines its energies by the opposite sign to the sun sign. So The sun sign is currently in Pisces, which means people having their birthdays at the moment will be Pisces. So in this case, the full moon is in Virgo because Virgo is the sign opposite Pisces. Yeah. Um, and just like everything I say on here, if that has gone completely over your head and you're like, what is she on about? Let it go. It absolutely doesn't matter. But if you are interested in why a moon falls in a certain astrological sign, that is the reason. And when looking at the full moon in particular, I think it's really important to look at the lunar cycle as a whole because after all the new moon and the full moon plus all the phases that happen in between and after are the exact same moon no stronger or powerful than the other they are the same moon they're just cast in more shadow or more light it can be a little metaphor for ourselves as humans you know depending on our energy levels and our mood perhaps we're in a little bit more shadow or a little bit more light So with that in mind, before we dive deep into the Virgo full moon, let's look back at the Aquarius new moon that we experienced a couple of weeks ago. It was all about reformation and an evolution of the soul. I did do a podcast episode on it. So if you want to go back and listen to that, you can. Um, The Aquarius new moon gave us an opportunity to step into our own authenticity and up level. It was all about embracing your individuality and uniqueness so that you could step into your power. And the energy behind it was very proactive. It was very cerebral. Aquarius is an air sign, which means they can be quite heady. Um, And it was all about making change. Now with this Virgo full moon, we're being asked to take all of that upgrading, all of that up-leveling, all of that expansion, reformation, 
and come back down to earth. <laughs> it's no coincidence. Well, I don't, I've never read anything on this, but I don't believe that it is a coincidence that air new moons are followed by earth full moons every time. So the earth energy of this Virgo full moon, in essence, will balance out the flighty air energy of the Aquarius new moon by inviting in a touch of reality an invitation to step back into the physical world. And, you know, I'm such a big, and you'll hear me go on and on and on and on (laughs) about this on the podcast. I'm such a big advocate of exploring spirituality and experiencing expansion and up-leveling, but so that you can apply it to your life down here on earth. You know, the human experience, which we are all experiencing, is to actually be able to embody all of the spiritual teachings and learnings and this is what earth signs like virgo remind us of and i you know i'm quite personally i'm quite familiar with this air and earth energy my sun sign is a gemini um, which is an air sign and my moon sign is virgo which is an earth sign and boy do i need that virgo energy to balance out the air in me And it's the same reason that I'm attracted, well, yes, attracted to, but also do rather well with earth men in relationships because it's almost like all of the air in me and I actually have quite a bit of air in my chart requires that earthiness to bring me back down to earth, to balance out my air qualities. And, you know, all signs require a little from each of the other signs, um, especially their counterparts, in order to find this kind of completeness and wholeness. And that's not to say that you need it from another person, but if you start to look at your um, birth chart, you'll start to see where perhaps there are imbalances and how you can invite in the energy from the other elements, the other signs. Um, The mantra for Virgo is I serve. It's all about being of use and feeling useful. And while, again, I'm all for spiritual advancement, the message of this sign is very much about serving from a physical space in our physical body, in the physical realm. And I don't mean our physicality in terms of our appearance. I mean being grounded in your earthly human body and experiencing earthly human things. Yeah. So we look to the moon a lot for its like cosmic universal energy. We look to the planets for that same sort of cosmic energy. And the moon is, especially this Virgo new moon, it's beautiful and it's expansive and it's full of possibilities. But what I'm urging you to do and what this Virgo moon is urging you to do is use whatever experiences ensue from this energy to serve your physical body here on earth that's living and breathing in the present moment. Yeah, so it's like super important to have a vision of your future. Absolutely, that's what manifestation is all about. And it's so important to allow yourself to dream beyond what your earthly minds can conceive with logic and reason. But it's just as important to be able to experience each breath you take in the present moment with your feet planted firmly on Mama Earth. 
Yeah, because this is where growth truly happens. Otherwise, it's just kind of like, well, I guess in a way, it's kind of a spiritual bypass of sorts. You know, it's it's one thing to learn all these teachings and, you know, um, read about personal development and spiritual advancement. But unless we can apply it, then the concepts kind of get lost on us. Does that make sense? So that's the first thing that I want you to take away about this Virgo full moon, that it's up-leveling, upgrading, and expanding. And we're going to be doing that a lot throughout our lives. And if anything, it's going to happen a lot in the first half of a lunar cycle. And what the Virgo energy, the Virgo full moon is urging you to do is take all of those teachings and all of those learnings and all of that expansion and make sure you are applying it in the real world in the third dimension. Yeah, making practical use of it and its usefulness. So that's the first thing. The second energy I want you to have a look at around the energy of Virgo is actually always a little bit contradictory when um, it's associated with a full moon because Virgo energy is very um, action oriented and quite meticulous and has very uh, perfectionist tendencies, can be quite analytical. which is wonderful. They're all wonderful qualities, but the energy of a full moon is a time for us to be releasing from attachment and surrendering and allowing ourselves to just be. So (laughs) when met with that Virgo energy, it can be quite confusing. Actually, um, I actually had a friend email me this morning about a project that we're both kind of in the very early stages of working on together. And, and, and she was like, I'm feeling like super energized and proactive. Is this weird? Like it's a full moon. Should I be feeling like this? And the truth is that I was the same. Like I'd written her this very, very Virgo detailed perfectionist email, which isn't usually like me, um, even though I do have Virgo in my chart. But it was like this moon had gotten me like really kind of organized and um, detailed. And it's just it's something that I want you to be conscious of in case you're experiencing the same kind of energy, Um, because with a regular full moon, we don't tend to feel like that. Not like I'm ever going to tell you how to feel. You can interpret however you want to feel around a full moon. But for many of us, um, it can either bring feelings of, you know, lethargy, feeling quite lethargic or it can make you feel quite um, erratic and discombobulated kind of feeling. Um, But I find how I'm feeling and how this friend of mine was feeling is very kind of like um, focused and um, organized and detail oriented. So um, it's, it's no surprise because that is totally Virgo's vibe. So my advice with you, for you if, is if you are feeling that way and you want to get all finicky and organized and detailed and Marie Kondo, Marie, Marie, Marie Kondo-esque, then use that energy in a way that's going to allow you to really take advantage of the second half of the lunar cycle, yeah, the waning phase. And this is the phase that requires us to rest and contemplate. Yeah. So what I want you to do is be able to use that energy 
get detailed, get organized in order to serve you so that you can rest and fall into contemplation within this space. And that is where you will find the expansion. Yeah, that's where the expansion will come from in this full moon. So what I don't want you to do is to allow that perfectionism to penetrate your intentions and your dreams because the only purpose that that will do is to fence you in and I speak about this a lot especially when it comes to manifestation is if we start to get too specific and too detailed with our intentions and the things that we want to manifest then all we're doing is setting up parameters and boundaries around this and Virgos in particular need to be conscious of this and we need to be conscious of this in this Virgo energy attaching to outcomes by trying to perfect them improve them get really detailed about them it's not going to serve us in this instance What can serve us is by taking this energy, like I said, to serve you to rest and to contemplate and to release and to surrender into the full moon. So for me, what that means is I can get really detail oriented by planning out things like what yoga classes am I going to attend this week? How many of those will be a vinyasa class with some yang energy and how many of those will be a yin class? So I'll actually sit on my Google calendar, color code them for each day. That way I'm honing the energy of Virgo into something that is not going to burn me out. It's actually going to serve my energy better. Does that make sense? So something else you might like to do. I'm not a big meal planner, but you might like to plan your meals for the week. Perhaps that'll take the pressure off you. Perhaps that will give you time and space to integrate rest and relaxation in if that stuff is sorted. Yeah, so you can put your perfectionist tendencies, your detailed Virgo energy into planning your meals for the week. Um, Just think about ways you can channel that energy into something that's going to serve you. Now, the last thing I want to say about this is that it's a super moon and a super moon basically means that the moon is really close to the earth. And in fact, this particular moon is the closest the earth is going to be. Uh, the moon's going to be to the earth all year so um it'll probably look pretty bloody big in the sky when we look at it tomorrow night um and it means that it's closer to us than ever before so well not ever before but closer to us this year than it will ever be so we're going to feel the energy really strongly um so I just want to, I should have put this caveat at the beginning, but I'll put it at the end. And I put it on a lot of my moon synopsis that I do on social media. And it is that you will feel whatever you're going to feel. And nothing that I tell you about a particular moon should make you feel a certain way. What my aim is to do is to tell you how this moon is speaking to me explain the energies to you and if they resonate with you wonderful if they don't let them go and please don't let what I say manipulate the way that you're feeling yeah so this information is just here for you to have if you're not feeling it it doesn't make you any more or any less than it just makes you you (laughs) 
Okay. Um, the last thing I want to say is that I am holding my very first online moon circle on the 6th of March to celebrate the Pisces new moon, which is the last new moon of the astrological year. And then we head into a new astrological year, which is super exciting. I always feel like a real kind of um, completion with a Pisces new moon. So if it's been a funny cycle for you, you might find that we'll have this last new moon where everything's kind of coming to a close. And then the new moon that comes through in April will be this new start, a new beginning. And I'll talk a little bit more about that with the next new moon podcast but if you want to join me for this online moon circle it's going to be so much fun it's run exactly like my sell out monthly events lunar nights that I run in Sydney except it's all going to be online so it doesn't matter where you are in the world you can join in Um, It will be a live stream, but if you book in, you will get a recording that will be available for the next 48 hours. So if you can't watch it at the time that I'm sitting there live running the online moon circle, then you can tune in later. And um, a lot of people have asked me, you will, well, a lot of the feedback I get from Lunar Nights events is how electric and like high vibing the energy is in the room. And people are asking me, oh, I don't know if it's going to be the same if it's online. You know, that's the best bit about the night. And the simple answer to that is that energy has no boundaries. It can jump through time and space like nothing else. So the fact that we're all in a different room does not make an inkling of difference to how the energy is going to respond. The fact that there will be up to 100 of us all under the same new moon with the same intention doing the same guided meditations sitting and bathing in the same energy is going to be so powerful i'm so excited and i cannot wait to experience it so if you want to join me for the march 6 online moon circle the live lunar nights event then i've put um, the link in the show notes of this episode Or you can find out more on Instagram if you follow the link in my bio, over on my Facebook page, or if you hop on the website and click on the Lunar Nights tab. Um, My website is www.jordanalevine.com. There's two N's in Jordana. It's very complicated. J-O-R-D-A-N-N-A-L-E-V-I-N.com. Um, click on the Lunar Nights tab at the top and you'll go straight through and you can book yourself in there. It's 39 Australian dollars to take part and I can't wait to see you in there. Super excited. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot on your phone and share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at Jordana Levine so I can see it and I can share it. It's the best way for um, people to find out about this episode and about this podcast. And if you are on iTunes, make sure you hit subscribe so you know when a new episode comes out. And while you're there, I would love if you would leave me a rating or review. Until next time, I'm Jordana Levine, wishing you an inspirational week. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 